hey hey happy sunday and welcome to the tribe raising the vibe with tia so just a little catch up from wednesday because i had a bit of a wobbly one and i know my pod was a bit sombersome on wednesday so firstly apologies and secondly sometimes we just got share so wednesday was a sharing day for me but just to give you an update where i have been since wednesday And actually, I'm going to take it back to Tuesday because there was a trigger for this. I had a phone call on the Tuesday that threw me a little, if I'll be honest with you. And instead of reaching into my toolkit that I have used since the beginning of December to help me heal, I decided to, um, let's be honest, self-sabotage and put myself to bed for about a day and a half. And then I checked in with myself and thought, you know what, girlfriend, you've got loads of tools here that will help you change your vibration and raise your frequency. So that is what I decided to do. Do, did, do. (laughs) I listened to a few podcasts, one by Francesca Amber, The Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I listened to Grace and Abby, Finding Your Feet pod. And I did some Roxina Fusi. I did some of her uh, meditations and some positive affirmations. I use her daily anyway for her affirmations, but just mixed up the ones that I used because some of them have a different intention or a different purpose. And then I kind of have, well, raised my vibe and I have been like this since Friday. So touch wood, I stay in this state of happiness and joy. However, I do have to be honest and say, over the Wednesday and the Thursday, I kind of really looked at the journey, and I'm sorry if I keep referencing this, and I promise you at some point I will, but I was unwell in November, at the end of November, the 26th of November to be precise is when I stepped away from my professional environment and was signed off sick, and we are only the 13th of Feb. And I'm in a much, much better place. However, when I looked at this and I thought about the place that I'm in, I kind of thought, well, actually, it's really easy for me to feel the best I've ever felt at the moment because I'm living in a complete bubble. I haven't got the stresses of daily life in terms of going into work. I haven't got the commute. I haven't got dealing with the kids. I haven't got dealing with the adults. I haven't got dealing with the parents. You know, I'm I'm not engaging in a really taxing role. And then I thought I can also practice daily affirmations. I can practice daily meditation. I can journal every day and practice daily gratitude. I thought, shit, no wonder I feel amazing. I'm living in a complete bubble. I'm detached from the real world. You know, I pick and choose who I speak to and when I speak to them, because there are times where I just don't feel like answering the phone and engaging in a conversation. My husband and both of my sons have been incredible and really supportive. So there are times where I can literally pick and choose what tasks I want to be able to do at home, because all they want is for me to be well and return to the person that I was, I actually think I will be better than the person that I was. You know, my husband said to me on Thursday night, come back, come back, all that positivity that you had, like the house feels really different when you're not practicing your gratitude and you're not 
being happy and positive like you normally are it's really impacted on how the house feels which I thought was lovely because given I've only been doing this really properly since I would say really the last week of December coming into January which is when I found Francesca Amber's podcast and then joined her book club bitches whoop whoop the book club bitches shout out um is when I really started my self development journey and practicing daily and doing that with intention so kind of what I wanted to say to you guys is just to remind you when you are on a healing journey it isn't all rainbows and butterflies it is really hard sometimes and you really have to dig deep to push yourself through some of those dark days and allow yourself them give yourself them but just remember, you have a flipping toolkit, use it, use some of these things that so they can pull you out of the low frequency mood that you've put yourself in. Because I can honestly tell you, I chose those self-sabotaging behaviours over the tools that I have learned to support me through my Wednesday and Thursday crisis. And then by Friday, I was like, nah this isn't happening anymore we need to pull ourselves out of this funk so what i actually did was is i listened to uh one of fran's podcasts oh i think i've already told you this but i'm going to tell you again just so you can really be clear on what it is that you need to do listen to a finding your feet pod and did my roxy nafusi and it really really helped me pull myself out of that funk I also actually sat with my crystals and meditated for a while. And I know some of you are going to think that's a bit out there. Here she goes. But for me, it really helped. And as I said, I sat down with those crystals with the intention of clearing my energy, clearing my mind, clearing my physical energy so I could raise my vibe and start Friday. Hi, Friday vibe. And the weekend in a really, really good, good mood. So um, with that saying that, let's move into our pod for this weekend, which is practicing with intention or the five steps of setting intentions, really. So let's just start with a little bit of education here um, in Latin. The word intention means stretching purpose, a thing intended with an aim or a plan. So basically, it really means something that you do with a purpose. Now, Deepak Chopra, who is one of my gurus that I follow and I love, states, intention is the starting point of every dream. It fulfills all of our needs, whether for money, relationship or love. Everything that happens in the universe begins with intention. When you decide to buy a birthday present, wriggle your toes or call a friend, it starts with an intention. And if you think about it, he's right, he's bang on the money. Because if you decide to start a diet, you do that with the intention that you want to lose weight. If you set your alarm an hour earlier, you do that with the intention that you want to get up early. If you pick up the phone to call your bezzy or your sister or whoever, you do that with the intention of starting a conversation. So everything we do is informed or started with an intention. 
So let's take you through the five steps that Mr. Chopra says. So he says, slip into the gap. Most of the time, our mind is caught up in thoughts, emotions and memories. Beyond this noisy external dialogue is a state of pure awareness that is sometimes referred to as the gap. One of the most effective tools we have for entering the gap is meditation. Meditation takes us beyond the ego mind into the silence and stillness of pure consciousness. This is the ideal state in which to plant a seed. Now, I love meditation. And I practice meditation daily. I do meditation in the morning and I do meditation as part of my bedtime routine. Remember the episode where I talked about bookending your day. And for me, meditation is crucial. I absolutely love it. However, I have only recently just learned how to observe thoughts rather than attach myself to them. And what I mean by that is, for example you've lost your best jumper and you can't find it and you're meditating and all of a sudden your best jumper comes into your mind thought where is that best jumper now I can have got to the point where I can let that thought float through my mind where's my best jumper and goodbye before I'd attach myself to that thought and what I mean by that is where is that best jumper where did I last wear it did I put it in the wash Did I leave it at my friend's house when I stayed there? No, I didn't forget it at the gym. And all of a sudden, that one thought that's flown into your mind, you've completely attached yourself to it and you're delving into a different realm of where your flipping jumper's gone. So you need to observe the thought, which is let it come in and then let it go. And that's taken me a while with meditation. So trying to recognise the gap as... um, Deepak Chopra has put it, I think would be quite hard for those of us that are just in the beginning of our self-development journey. So for me, I have adopted this practice, but in a slightly different way. I will set the intention that I have for that meditation before I start to meditate. So for instance, on Friday, when I had decided no more, I um, sat down to meditate and was like, this meditation is to clear my energy, to clear my physical and mental space of any negative, self-sabotaging, self-limiting beliefs that I'm holding on to. And I did say that out loud to myself because I am a little bit cray-cray and I just wanted it to be out there of what the intentional purpose of my meditation was for that session. And it actually has been for the last couple of days because I just needed to clear that shit out of my system. So for me, I set the intention of my meditation to plant the seed prior to actually going into a meditative state. Oh, that was a mouthful because I am worried that I haven't harnessed the skill of meditation fully and I don't want to be exploring thoughts and ideas instead of actually connecting with my inner self and enjoying the silence and the peace and enjoying that meditation session. So I digress. Sorry, I will give you my little take on each summary that he gives us. So point two, release your intention and your desires. Once you're established in a state of restful awareness, release your intentions and desires. The best time to plant your intentions is during the period after meditation. Oh, see, he says after, but I do it before. Whilst 
while your awareness remains centered in a quiet field of all possibilities maybe i'll change it then people i have read this and i think sometimes it just doesn't sink in after you set an intention let it go simply stop thinking about it continue this process for a few moments after your meditation period each day so you know what i'm going to do i'm going to flip that this week and instead of setting the intention before i meditate I will do it after, as he says, and I'll come back to you and I'll just let you know how that that goes. I'll give you a little FYI. Um, Step three, remain centred in a state of restful awareness. So intention is much more powerful when it comes from a place of contentment than if it arises from a sense of lack or need. Well, I think we all know that, you know, practising gratitude um, makes us feel abundant and joyous abundance means that we don't have a scarcity mindset and and that really links in with the principles of manifestation that we have to move away from thinking lack of or scarcity so sorry let me go back stay centered and refuse to be influenced by other people's doubts or criticisms your higher self knows that everything is all right and will be all right even without knowing the timing or the details of what will happen. So again, that's the universal working with us in collaboration to bring opportunities and situations in alignment with what we are trying to manifest or our visions and our goals. Step four, detach from the outcome, relinquish your rigid attachment to a specific result and live in the wisdom of uncertainty. Attachment is based on fear and insecurity. And guys, I've spoken about this before, Fears and insecurities come from self-limiting beliefs and you need to work on that shit. You need to sit down, you need to journal it, you need to forgive yourself, you need to cross it out, you need to say goodbye because they do not serve you at all and they really, really, really create roadblocks in your neurological pathways which will just stop you being able to firstly move forward have a successful self-development journey and ultimately be able to manifest your goals so back to what um we were actually talking about is um while detachment is based on the unquestioning belief in the power of your true self intend for everything to work out as it should then let go and allow opportunities and openings to come your way step five let the universe handle the details Your focused intentions set the infinite organising power of the universe in motion. Trust that infinite organising power to orchestrate the complete fulfilment of your desires. Don't listen to the voice that says you have to be in charge. That obsessive vigilance is the only way to get things done. The outcome that you try so hard to force may not be as good for you as the one that comes naturally. You've released your intentions into the fertile ground of pure potentiality and they will bloom when the season is right. So what really, in summary, I take from the five steps of setting an intention is that it really underpins most of our self-development journey. That, you know, I rate gratitude, practicing daily gratitude. I've referenced the magic by Rhonda Byrne before. If you're starting self-development journey, I think it's a great place to start because it seriously gets you to reflect on all aspects of your life and help you realize that right now your life is more amazing than what you've given yourself credit for. And it really raises your vibe and completely makes you look at things in a different way and actually does make you feel very abundant. I would then say 
the next step in a manifestation journey or self-development journey is intention. And I think really Deepak's article just supports that. So, you know, if you're going to start practicing anything, think about the why, the intention, why you are doing this, what is it for? And, you know, Deepak Chopra, for me, he is an absolute guru. The the man is incredible. And he really has um, just shifted the focus of consciousness for most people. And if you don't know of Deepak Chopra or the work that he does, you need to check this guy out. He is incredible. He has lots of free resources, which I love when someone's at the top, top of their game. And, you know, there are packages that he does that are chargeable, but also releases free resources for people that cannot afford to invest in a self-development journey or need to prioritise their financial outgoings in a different way that he has made accessible for all to be able to do some form of self-development with somebody that is a leading expert in that field. And um, I seriously do rate him. So check him out if you haven't. So that brings me on to what I will do or what I do do to make sure that I am practicing things intentionally. So I've referenced this before. I stand in the mirror every morning and I do affirmations, Roxy Nefaus's affirmations, put your teeth back in. And when I look in the mirror, I have eye contact, I remind myself to smile and I repeat the affirmations back to myself. Now, I know my sister-in-law's listening to this and right now, at this moment in time, she's either rolling her eyes or she's got her head in her hands thinking thank fuck we do not have the same social circle thank god our friends are not listening to this and that i do not have to walk across the playground and smile at them tomorrow morning after they've listened to my mad march hair sister-in-law banging on about smiling to herself in the mirror so uh, on that note we'll give her a little shout out what's up walker um but seriously they do help me and i have said this to you before Doing those affirmations with pure intention and purpose really lift my vibration in the morning. And my meditation for me, I I do meditate daily. I do practice daily gratitude, but rather than journal that now, I speak that out aloud. I use my voice memo notes on my phone to record my daily gratitude just because I find it easier. You know, after I've done 15 minute affirmations and then I've done a 10 minute meditation, to sit down and journal and to carry on with the rest of my morning routine in terms of children, school run, um, coming back to walk the dog makes that actually really quite difficult. So there are a few little tweaks that you may need to make so you can incorporate um, practices into your life that don't become stressful and unmanageable for you. So I would like to set you a homework for this week. And not that I mark it or tick it because I won't even know if you've done it. But really, it's for yourself and something for you to take away from this episode and think, yeah, I'm going to try that. So the homework I would like to set you this week is for you to take one task, one ritual from your daily routine and do it with real intention. 
So mine is going to be my meditation this week. And I'm going to flip how I do that meditation and I'm going to practice it how um, Deepak Chopra has told us to practice it, which is set the intention after and stick with that for a few minutes. Um, so what will be yours? What are you going to choose this week to make sure you have set that practice or that ritual with real intention? And once you've done it, I want you to think about how it feels because that's the important bit. It's to raise our vibrations that we are in alignment with drawing positive situations, circumstances and people into our lives. Anyway, my tribe, I'm not going to keep you for any longer than what I need to. Um, and that's it. I just want to say thank you for listening. Have a great Sunday. And I've got to say it. They're my favourite words. Have abs, my little tribe. The Tribe Raising the Vibe with Tia will be aired twice a week on Wednesdays and Sundays. Not only will I be sharing my passion about self-development, I'll be sharing stories, I will interview experts in the field of self-development, hold interactive Q&A sessions from our tribe, My hope is to share my passion and build a community that will support one another through their self-development journey. Find me on any social network platform at The Tribe Raising the Vibe. Make sure you subscribe, rate and comment on any podcast app.